Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Adam Maxted, and you're listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Welcome everyone to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm Ross McLeod, and not since I've seen Cody Rhodes up close at a Ring of Honor meet and greet have I ever felt so unattractive standing next to another man. He is the reason I didn't let my girlfriend come to this show. Shamrock was the most dangerous. Rock was the most electrifying. He is the most handsome. He is Adam Maxted. How are you, man? Very well, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on. Not at all. Uh, so just before we begin, Adam, just tell the listeners where we can find you like online social media and that. Social media, I'm mainly most active on Twitter and Instagram, and it's just at Adam Maxted on both of them. Cool. And you can find us at Suplex Retweet on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also if you use that, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Android, massive back catalog, we're World of Sport, WWE, TNA, ICW, Source, PBW stars. So we'll start this interview the way we just start every interview at Suplex Retweet and it's just why are you passionate about pro wrestling and where does that passion come from? It started at a very early age. I've spoken about it before, but uh, when I was younger, I was in foster care. And the guy that looked after me, the couple, he would go and visit his mum. Mm-hmm. And uh, he always brought me along and they always put on, it would have been like WCW back in there, back mm-hmm. in those days. And uh, I just remember being mesmerized from an early age and had all the figures and, you know, just pictures of me when I'm younger, like posters all over my wall and just <laughs> kind of, again, never really thought being a wrestler or anything was a possibility because for me it was like, you had to be over seven foot and like from America mm-hmm. and there were just these larger life characters. And I remember, like, when I was younger, they'd come over, do stuff in England, and I'd stand outside the gym and try and meet them and stuff. And like, so I've always been a fan. And, you know, I've said before, like, when I was in my teen years, I kind of grew out of wrestling a bit because mm-hmm. most people, when they're at school, it's not really the cool thing to be, like, a fan of wrestling and stuff. So I was kind of more into football and things. And it was only when I started uh, sort of being towards my late teens, when I started going to the gym and stuff, I started watching wrestling again. And uh, I was working in Marbella and I saw the two people had been signed from uh, Ireland to WWE and I was, it kind of just blew my mind. I was like, wow, as if people from Ireland, where I'm from, can actually make it to yeah. WWE. And I kind of really started researching it and realized how, you know, there's actually wrestling schools and back in Ireland, how big the, the UK scene was. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I finished working in Marbella summer, that would have been 2015, I decided like I was going to put everything into it. And um, I started traveling two hours to Dublin to train, you know, once, once a day down there. And then I was training in Belfast as well. And, nice. you know, um, I'd been training about a year and that's when the uh, the Love Island came along <laughs> in so, 2016. I, I was a bit asked that my next question. Most wrestling fans know you from appearing on World of Sport, but you were first on ITV as a cast member on Love Island. How did that come about? Yeah, I was just, I remember being at home one day and a guy just messaged me on, uh, on uh, Facebook and just said, would you be interested? And it was actually 
take me out mm-hmm. and I went for the interview and stuff and I just thought you know what this is maybe a bit you know mm-hmm. not cheesy or anything because like I know Marty's done it and things and you know it helped get his name out there and stuff but I kind of thought maybe it's not the right move for me so I kind of said no I'm not going to do it. take me out and they said well we'll keep you in mind for anything else in the future and then of course Love Island came along and I had to do an application form filled in all that stuff um, and I actually sent you know when I got accepted for it I sent the contract and stuff over to Joe Cabre who runs OTT mm-hmm. back in Ireland and obviously it's a huge promotion now but it was just kind of taken off back then and I've always respected and appreciated his advice and stuff and he looked over and he said you know it would be a risk going on a show like that mm-hmm. but you never know how, you know it could open doors for you and I thought that if I went on the show and was just humble and just was myself and didn't try and play the game and just went in and said look I'm literally using the show as a platform to get my name out there as a wrestler then you know some, it might open some doors and like everything's just happened it's just went crazy this past two years mm-hmm. since then like my career's just skyrocketed and you know apart from NXT UK and stuff I've been a part of anything you know pretty much anything that's been pretty big in British wrestling I've been a part of and I mean people still label me as the Love Island guy if they haven't seen me before mm-hmm. but now I'm starting to change people's perceptions of me and stuff and I'm kind of being respected more as no he's just he's actually a professional wrestler he's not mm-hmm. just the guy that went on Love Island and that's what's pretty cool for me that I've been able to change people's minds about myself yeah I went and start um, ICW back in September Obviously, you fought Lionheart, mm-hmm. and it was a, a typical Glasgow welcome you got. And yeah. near the end, you start, you got a please come back chant. They don't do that for everyone, mm-hmm. so hopefully, we yeah, that was. But I, I did get the Love Island Wanker chant. Yes, which, yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and I, I personally, I, I, I wasn't stuff. one of them. I, no, no, I mean, it gives me something to react to. You know what I mean? When I'm in the ring, if yeah. if people, that's probably is people's perception. As soon as I walk out, oh, here's that guy from Reality TV. But like you say, you know, towards the end of the match, they were they obviously saw somebody in me, and I will be back at ICW in May. So. So it's I, good. I was sat next to Stacey, who's our biggest Love Island fan, or biggest Adam Maxted fan. So mm-hmm. I was, even if I didn't like you, I, I'd, I'd never seen you before. That was the first time I'd seen you, but I was forced because I was in punching distance of Stacey to support Adam Maxted. Yes. So, yep. so we've seen we look superstars in the, like the Miz and WWE, a reality TV background can be a disadvantage. And obviously, you said you, you sent the contract to the owner of OTT. Is there ever any regret for doing the show? No, definitely not. Like, before I did the show, I was back in Ireland, like I said, training and stuff. And, you know, I was getting a match maybe once or twice, maybe every couple of months. But, you know, I wasn't getting in the ring consistently. I wasn't getting to learn from the mistakes I was making. Um, You know, you need to be in the ring consistently to keep progressing. And, like, people were giving me feedback. And then by the time I was in the ring again, I was doing the same mistakes because I just wasn't in the ring consistently. So Mm -hmm. the fact that I did that show and I've literally pretty much been full-time ever since... You know, it's uh, obviously a testament to myself and the hard work and, you know, because the sort of the draw or the appeal of let's get the Levan guy on our show, it yeah. kind of maybe can last for a couple of months. But then, you know, you talk about two years on, I'm still like as busy as ever and people are still using me. And like I said, you know, I'm part of world of sport and things and big things that are happening in the UK. And like I said, I'm still full time. So I, I have no regrets to... The show, it was a risk, but I, I was just myself and it opened a lot of doors for me and I'm still here and busier than ever, like I say. That's fair enough. So we've seen you at ICW, we've touched on it back in September, have an amazing match with Lionheart, now the world champion. You mentioned you'll be back for the King of Honours, the two nights in May. You're teaming with the Kings of the North, mm-hmm. one of Northern Ireland's biggest teams, one of Britain's biggest teams. How did yeah. that partnership come about? Corbin and Bonesaw are the two guys that I've known from the very start of my career. I trained with them when I first started back in Belfast. 
you know, they've watched me progress and I've watched them progress because they were a solid tag team back then, like two years ago, but through the exposure and stuff, OTT especially, like they've, be, they've gone on to become like even one of Europe's best tag teams. So you can put them, like some of the matches I've had, like War Machine and, you know, Mustache Mountain and the Rapture and like any, basically any big tag team that OTT were bringing in, it was always the Kings of the North that were getting those matches because that's how good they are. And for me to be able to finally step in the ring alongside them, it's going to be cool because it's going to be like full circles, you know, as well yeah. as, you know, it's not like it's just on any show, it's on ICW as well, which is one of the biggest promotions in, in Europe as well, you know, so it's going to be awesome to be in the ring and, you know, people might say, well, you're not part of the Kings of North, but I know them that well and I know their moveset and yeah. I know how they get that, that it'll be no problem when we get in the ring. So what would it mean to like, win the first ever King of Honours given the calibers of the team in the tournament, you know, if your progress is any fun place, you've got, you know, more than hype also from Ireland. Mm-hmm. And some of Scotland's best teams. Uh, what would it mean to like win that the first ever kind of? Yeah, it would, be, it would be that would be a huge statement to make, especially team of two guys from Belfast against some of the best talent in the country that's being brought up for the tournament. You know, and I kind of don't really know where I fit in at OTT at the moment as well because I live in England so much. Yeah. There's a lot of dates that kind of clash in my schedule in England. So the fact that, you know, if we do well in the tournament as a team, then that might open eyes at OTT and could open some uh, possible, you know, matches there back in Ireland. So I'll be giving it my all and I know that, that uh, Corbin and Bonesaw will as well. So we're actually interviewing you before a PBW show. We're at PBW and Airdrie. They've been good enough to let us interview you here. What was it that brought you to PBW? Was it just another chance to go somewhere else and prove yourself? Well, I've wrestled PBW before and I love coming up to Scotland. Uh, I live in Newcastle, so it's not too far and the fans are always great here. And, you know, I'm always putting good matches when I come up to Scotland. Um, I've wrestled BT Gun before, who I wrestled tonight. Um, and, you know, again, he's just, you know, been out for NXT UK. So again, it's another challenge for me to they've obviously seen something in him you know to bring him into this to the roster and stuff so for me to prove myself against uh, you know a guy of that caliber again is it's a great opportunity for me to be back up here why ask you as well about a match i think it was december 2015 or december 2016 with drew mcintyre 16 yeah yeah i you mentioned on i think it was twitter that you didn't think you were ready for mm-hmm. it and then he actually after the match said you had quite a future and what did that mean for someone that's crazy yeah because, so basically, I was going to my first WrestleMania, so that would have been 2016. Mm-hmm. And as we're driving to the airport, the email came through from WWE saying that they want to give me a tryout. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, like I'm heading to watch WWE in WrestleMania, and now I'm going to try it as soon as I come back. So was buzzing with that, went to NXT, didn't know that Drew was going to turn up that night to mm-hmm. announce that he was coming back. My match had already been announced for OTT, so then again, I'm sitting there in the crowd, <laughs> see Drew come up to the screen, and I'm like sitting to my girlfriend, Carly, I'm like, I've got to wrestle him in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and my first thought was, oh, I'm not going to get that match anymore because yeah. obviously WWE are going to like stop him from, but he was there. They obviously sorted something out. I was so nervous, so intimidated. Uh, but I mean, Drew's a fantastic guy. He's one of the best in the world. Like if you watch him now, the fact that he's just been against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, you know, mm-hmm. and what he's done since he came back and what he did to make a name for himself when he left, you know, he was called the chosen one and things didn't work out, but he didn't, you know, he didn't let that get to him. He made himself one of the biggest stars in the world that yeah. it was undeniable that they had to bring him back again. Do you know what I mean? So I remember being really nervous for that match. I would love to do it again because I'm a better wrestler than I was back then, but it was a huge learning experience for me to be in there with, the, you know, someone the caliber of Drew and, uh, you know, especially for the things he said after as well, it was, you know, he didn't have to do that. He could have came in, had his match left, but for him, especially in my hometown, to, to sort of say the things that he did about, you know, being, maybe in the future and stuff and being a star was, was awesome. And it's motivated me to, you know, sometimes 
you, when you doubt yourself, like which I still do at times, you know, when things, you know, you don't really know what, what's happening and stuff, you just go back to moments like that and it just spares you and motivates you on. But like, you know, there are people that believe in you and, you know, it just motivates you again to get back on track. Uh, so you mentioned a WWE tryout. How did the offer of World of Sport then come about? Was this through your previous experience at ITV or was it a case of. Uh, no, like, so I was working for NGW, which do a lot of the camps and stuff at Butlins. So I was kind of one of them you know, the newest kind of baby face guys that they brought in and and the fact that I was working for them so regularly, they kind of had a link with the new ITV thing. So mm-hmm. it was kind of just, it just went hand in hand, you know, that, you know, they just messaged me one day and said, you know, we're going to be doing this, you know, new season of World of Sport. We'd like you to be part of it. Can you come to Manchester and do an interview and stuff? And yeah, again, that all just happened real quickly. And obviously we filmed 10 episodes, you know, over, over three days and it was, it was a success, you know, and obviously a lot of the roster are no longer... Them. You know, they've gone on to NXT. NXT UK and, you know, no doubt it's, I think anyone that wrestles that says they don't want to wrestle for WWE, it's, they're not being entirely truthful because it's yeah. the biggest company in the world. It would be like a footballer saying that they don't want to play in the premiership. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's everyone's goal. Obviously people have different um, experiences there that, you know, mm-hmm. some go well, some don't, but I think it's everyone's goal to, to be in the WWE. See, as a Scottish football fan, it really means a lot to us when people don't want to play in the premiership mm-hmm. because <laughs> well, yeah, we can it's like the draw of Rangers and Celtic can't keep people anymore. Yeah. So what's next for Adam Max? What's long term goals? Like have you maybe set a timeline for where you want to be in a set amount of years? You know, I, I was like when I did the tryout, I was like WWE was just the main goal. Do you know what I mean? And I had people, you know, wrestlers at my tryout saying, you know, if I, if they're gonna sign anyone and take them to America, it's gonna be you because you're not that experienced and they can take you. And so in my head, I was like, you know, this is going to happen. Like, they're going to see me and like, I'll be living in Florida soon and at the performance center every day getting trained, which was the dream and the goal for me. But it didn't, that didn't happen. Again, I could have either been like, okay, well, I'm never going to make it. So I might as well pack it in now. But I decided that I'd get to work, put my foot, put my head down, you know, put my foot down. And I just decided that I would make a name for myself. And two years on, you know, I'm still as busy as ever. I'd say I'm probably one of the busiest guys on the UK, like all over the place. And for me, I just want to keep wrestling as, as consistently as I can, keep learning because although I'm wrestling full time, there's so much that you can learn every single match. You know, then match tonight, I'm going to take some from it and, you know, apply it to my next match. And I just want to wrestle as much as I can. And, you know, I'm only 27. So although I feel like I'm getting old, people are like, I've got loads of time, but you know, the dream is obviously it's still to be in WWE one day. That is, like I said, it's, you know, it's my big goal, but I'm happy and I'm content with how busy I'm at the moment and how much I'm learning so that when I go there eventually, or if I do get there eventually, that I will be sort of the finished product for them and I can be, you know, a star there. And tell the listeners whereabouts they can find you, like your next couple of bookings over the next maybe three or four weeks. Uh, the next couple of weeks, I, I will be at Southside in Sheffield on the 4th of May. And then I'm in Germany the week after that. Then I'm back up in Scotland for Grado's big wrestling bash, which is I'm not sure which part of Scotland, but I know I'm back. We're back up. It's in Glasgow City Centre, I believe it's in the, the pavilion. pavilion. Yes, we're back in the pavilion. Yeah, so I mean, again, I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm back in Newcastle. And then obviously at the end of the month, the 26th, I'll be at ICW for the big tournament with the Kings of the North. And hopefully we win there and it'll be good to get back and uh, be in front of that crowd. Fair enough. So before we wrap up, you game for a bit quick fire. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's. Yeah, you look nervous though. Well, I don't know what you're going to ask me. So, <laughs> uh, no, easy ones. Rock or Austin? Rock. Oh, see, see, this, this is why you're up there in my book. Charisma, you know, just Austin was awesome and was a badass and great, but 
kind of the wrestler and especially when I'm heel and stuff like that I kind of you know just charisma yeah. and just quick firing and personality and just you know mm-hmm. and that's obviously the things he's gone on to do after wrestling as well you know yeah. he's a very motivated and inspiring guy as well so uh, Hogan or Savage Hogan Dudley Boys Hardy Boys or Edge and Christian it's tough. Hardy Boys Hardy Boys yeah what male WWE superstar would cause the most bother if they went into the Love Island Villa probably Probably the Miz because he he knows what reality TV is all about, so he would know how to play the game. And yeah, definitely. What female WWE superstar would cause the most bother on the Love Island Bill? Mandy Rose, because she knows what she's about, and mm-hmm. she would uh, again she'd have guys falling on her feet, and she'd probably play them all off each other. And <laughs> you know, she knows as soon as she walks out the entrance and SmackDown that all oh, oh, well, you even see that the TV blurs out everybody yes. else. It's all the focus on her. Kind of what happens sometimes when I walk out of the ring, <laughs> you know. So we're you know we're similar. Who is the best unsigned talent in the UK right now, other than yourself, for like WWE Motorsport? Who's someone on the independent scene that you think people should really watch out for? Easy. Lucas Steele. Lucas Steele. Um, I wrestle him daily down in Butlins. We have some great main events. You know, six foot five or six foot six, just has the look, has the, the determination, the passion. And, you know, he's already getting opportunities. And I think, especially in the next year, you're going to see him everywhere. King of Honours, obviously, coming up, we mentioned that. If you could team with any two wrestlers from any era, dead or alive, to be in the King of Honours tournament with you, other than the Kings of the North, who would you team with? Any era wrestlers. Any. Dead or alive. So I would be with Rick Rude Mm -hmm. and Mr. Perfect. That'd be an amazing team. Yeah. It'd be a team you'd love to watch, but you just hate them and so I'm much. Like, I'm like the young Randy Orton because <laughs> I kind of see myself as the UK Orton and Miz mixed together. So mm-hmm. we've got the reality TV background and cockiness, but then yes. just the smug and the look of Orton. And I take a lot of my moveset from him. And he's getting towards the end of his career now, so there might be room for maybe a new you know, the new best drop kick and power slam and things in wrestling. So, <laughs> you know. So, and finally, dream match for Adam Maxton in the future. Would be Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Yeah, like a, where? like like a me to earn a contract versus his career. It's like it end his career by earning myself a contract for WWE. That would be the dream match. That would be something I'd love to yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you very much for doing this. Thank you very much thank for having me. The time. Uh, thank you to PBW for giving us the space and the time to do so before this show because we're about an hour before showtime so we've got to let you go I've got to get my pecs pumped in the oil on you know? <laughs> that's it so one more time just tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter yeah Twitter is just at Adam Maxted and same on Instagram at Adam Maxted there's there's some fake accounts but not being cocked or anything but there's the blue tick so you know <laughs> yeah. and you can find us non-blue ticked at Suplex <laughs> Instagram I'll, I'll, I'll work on that and Twitter we have Adam Maxted working on it and you can use that to find us on iTunes Spotify Anchor and all Android podcasting sites, right? See you later. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d- tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the fuck you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions. Get on it right now. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.